In a world where full-length motion pictures exist, two men have the power to navigate their stories. Join Jeff and Michael as they attempt to recall some of their favorite movie memories. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Movie Memories Podcast, hosted by myself, Michael, and Jeff. That's right. Michael and I are going to challenge each other each week to recall our favorite movies from memory. It won't be a movie we've seen recently, and we won't know the movie ahead of time. Then we'll go rewatch the movie, talk about parts that we missed, talk about our favorite parts, and maybe even talk about things that we didn't know beforehand. So sit back, relax, and see if you can rise to the challenge. All right. Uh, Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and ready for another episode, right? Yeah. You had your coffee yet? No. Uh, <laughs> why not? I don't know, man. Yeah, I got distracted. I, I can live without coffee, but it's so habitual and like, I, I know. like the taste because I honestly don't, I can't tell a caffeine difference. I think we've talked about this. So like, it's not the caffeine jolt that I need. It's just, I like the taste of coffee and I, the smell. The yeah. smell gets me every time. I every time it's like around in a room, I I'm like I need a cup of coffee. Yeah. So whenever it's, I try to stop, you know, it's almost impossible. Yeah. For me to stop. So, anyway, uh, you ready for a movie? Yeah, hit me with that movie. It's gonna be a little unconventional here. I'm gonna oh, give no. you. I'm gonna <laughs> give you an option because we've done that once or twice, and so just this will this will give you a little clue as to what it is. Um. You can either do a sci-fi drama, or mm. you can do an action drama. <laughs> <laughs> but they're both dramas. I would I would say they're both dramas. One's maybe more so more so its other genre than the other. But either a sci-fi drama or an action drama. Since we've been doing action lately, I'll go yeah. sci-fi drama. I had a feeling you'd say that. Of course you did. You that, that's what that's the one I have <laughs> queued up uh, on here. So let me uh, finish queuing this up real quick. Uh, I'm just going to get this over here and move that thing. This, and a little of that. Do the other thing. and <laughs> the, the other move thing. The, move the thing. And the other the thing. Other thing. <laughs> ah! You hippopotamical landmass. All right. Are you ready? I'm just yeah. going to give you a quote. Because um, you might get it. I don't know how often you've seen this movie, but it's, it's on our list. I promise it's on a list. Um, let's see. Uh, if you could see your whole life from start to finish, would you change things? And someone else says, maybe. Maybe I'd say what I felt more often. I don't know. Oh, man. You want something else? Does that sound familiar? It's two characters. Yeah, it does. Sorry. And it's two main characters talking to each other. Uh, uh, one more thing. Give me give me some okay. else cuz that that hurts. I this like... is this is the same two people. Um if you immerse yourself into a foreign language, then you can actually rewire your brain. Yeah, the Sapir Wolf Wharf hypothesis. It's the theory that language that you speak uh, determines how you think. 
yeah, it actually affects how you see everything. Is it uh, Inception? No. No? No. Let's see if I can find another good one. Like there's some there's some other good ones, but I think they'll definitely give it away. I'm trying um, to remember that specific line that the first one uh-huh. almost like it was right there. Yeah. The second one, not so much. If that line's in the movie, I might not have noticed it or overlooked it. Yeah. Um, I'll give you one more. It's between the main character and a side character. If all I ever gave you was a hammer, then everything is a nail. <laughs> Once you get Why it, I think you'll get it. Not sci-fi clicking. drama. Sci-fi drama. Yeah. Everything's a nail. Sci-fi. What? Uh-huh. You want? I, I have the. Ex- <laughs> Um, I'm trying. Have, okay, like I'm trying to go through our list in my head, and it's it's not RoboCop, obviously, and it's not Terminator Two. It's not. Uh, I'll give you the rest of that first quote because it was only a partial quote. All right. If, if you could see your whole life from start to finish, would you change things? Maybe I'd say what I felt more often, but I I don't know. You know, I've had my held, my head tilted up to the stars for as long as I can remember. You know what surprised me most? It wasn't meeting them. It was meeting Contact? You. Oh. Gosh, you're so close, though. No. <laughs> you're on the right, right Arrival. Track. Yes. Arrival. <laughs> language. It's all about language. They were talking about language. Damn. <laughs> Arrival. That's kind of like... Towards the end, when they're having this yeah, conversation yeah, yeah, with yeah. each other, all of it's yeah. clicking now. I hate yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> now you know how I feel. Yep, that was good. That's and I wasn't like, even trying to make it hard. It's yeah, just, I know. I mean, I've seen this movie a number of times. Yeah, and I just, it's at that you know you watch movies and there's this point yeah. where you haven't watched it a lot. But you've watched it enough to know what ex- what to expect, but not enough to remember everything. Yes, and yeah. that's where Arrival is for me. Oh, and I'm good. like, that's why I like watching it because every time I'm like, yeah, I just it feels yeah. like yeah. I like watching it too, and I know it's for some people, it's not really like a uh, it's not a big rewatch. You know what I mean? Oh, it is for me. Yeah, but just because like it's it's kind of slow, you know, and mm-hmm. it's kind of subject matter's fairly boring type thing and it's not a lot of action that goes on and it can be boring for yeah i mean if that's what you want out of a movie but this Uh, is what i want out of a movie so i like Mm -hmm. i like arrival it makes you think it makes you feel Mm -hmm. the cinematography like all of it i i it's one of my favorites but the first one i was going to give you is but now i'm not sure i'm not so sure i believe in beginnings and endings there are days that define our story beyond our life like the day they arrived, and then that would have given it away. I feel like because <laughs> that's like the they opening arrived. Line. Yeah, there's an alien. Yeah. In it. Okay, there's aliens. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> extraterrestrial. Um, and that's the opening line because I'm pretty sure that's what she says at the very beginning of the movie. So let me switch over to this real quick and let it uh let it run. 
and I'm going to put you right there. And uh, you think you, I mean, are you prepared? Can you do it? Oh, this is going to be rough. When's the last time like, you watched it? I don't know. Maybe two years ago, a year oh. ago, two years ago. Like, I don't know. That's good. I know how I like the general feel of the movie and what you're supposed to think, mm-hmm. you know, like major spoilers for anyone who's listening to this episode. You need to watch the movie first <laughs> before yeah. I go through it. Cause it because... is one of those movies that's kind of, it's not like it's a big twist. No, but, but like, it is a big reveal. It's enough to change your point of view mm-hmm. when you watch it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. So start of the movie. Uh, is it a dream? Yeah. Like it's her dream of her future daughter. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know because that. no, you don't. But that's <laughs> why like you you have a certain thought about the movie when you're going is like, mm-hmm. oh, she had a daughter. She must have lost her. Something tragic happened because yes. she's by herself. She's depressed, or at least she seems depressed. Yeah. Just based on how she acts most of the time. Yeah. She's having uh, a hard time dealing with it. Right. Right. Um, She teaches language. I don't know if it's just English or if it's the like communication. Uh, you know, history of language mm-hmm. or uh, what's etymology. I don't yeah. know. It's something like that, though. Something yeah. like that. She's an, she's an expert. Yes. Uh, I don't know if it. this is the first. When she goes to class, is this immediately mm-hmm. when it happens? Yeah. Yeah. Because she goes to class. class is like empty and people. Start yeah, she's text. She's starting her her whole lesson and mm-hmm. uh, gradually, like one at a time, people just start to leave and you see them looking at their phones. Yeah. Like, they know something she doesn't, obviously. Yeah. And she's just watching everyone leave one at a time. It's kind of a slow pace as far as that. It's not like freaking out, like panic situation. It's just like everyone's leaving. And Mm -hmm. she doesn't seem to be really bothered by it, maybe. Yes, word. I don't know. Yeah, she's out of the loop. I don't know exactly what the next thing is but I do know that she does end up at home mm-hmm. at some point and yeah. she's approached by, or like she gets a knock on the door slash uh, somebody rings her doorbell and it's Forrest Whitaker. Is that yep. the next scene or did I skip mm-hmm. something? I feel like I no, something. it's, it's basically it. Like he's, she's back home. You're right. And she's basically hanging out until it's the night. It, they, he comes in the middle of the night. Yeah. Right. Right in the middle yeah. of the night. Uh, he offers her a job. Mm-hmm. She, uh, I think she kind of like, she assumes what it is before he even talks. It's like, you're trying to communicate with them. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. And she also figures out who they went to first. Who they're going to next. Or, or, next. or no, I think you're right. He went to him first and then. Right. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. It's next. It's next because there's a the line next. in there that kind of the reason why he gets her to go. I can't remember if she declines or he doesn't really like ask her to go. He just asks her questions about what they should ask, mm-hmm. like how the meeting should go. Yes. So that he has like 
a frame of reference when he talks mm-hmm. to the guy they really want, right? Yeah. And then he uh, he's about to leave, and she gives him some like phrase or lesson to remember, <laughs> you know, yeah. like what he should what he should ask the man that they're going to mm-hmm. yes. talk to. Yeah, that's that's the throwaway. Yeah, the throwaway. And uh, you assume that he does because he comes back for her. Yep. Yeah. She passed the test. Uh, and then the rest of the movie is they talk to aliens. The end. <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> they just they talk. There's That's nothing all else do. that goes on, but they talk. No plot. They just oh, talk. The whole movie. <laughs> I mean, there's no Great action. Conversation. There's all this build up to like action. You know, uh-huh. where there might be bombs and people fighting against them, and then it never actually comes up. So yeah, the the yeah. general mood is you know on the edge, like kind of anxiety yeah. almost with the with the music, mm-hmm. and you're not sure what to expect, and you're just waiting, and that's the feeling they have, of course, right? Because they so, just don't know what's going to happen. They yeah. don't know what's going to happen. She right. makes it to like the operating base yeah base of operations uh and i think it's she in like meets in montana or something like that somewhere yeah in america yeah, there yeah, was one in america. The one, yeah yeah they go to the one there i don't remember how many there are but there are multiple ships that look like orange peels yes um <laughs> around the planet <laughs> they look like uh apple yeah. apple yeah exactly keyboard mouse yeah um there's one in China. Mm-hmm. I think there's one in South Africa. I'm not sure. Yeah. And Britain. And uh, they're all over the place. Yeah, they're all over the place. She gets there. She meets Jeremy Renner at this point. Uh-huh. He's a mathematician. Yes. Or chaotician. <laughs> Chaos. Chaotician. Chaotician. <laughs> uh, I think he is a mathematician. I, I there's, feel like there's something else uh, that he does. He might too, be a. Say astrophysics but i don't or oh, like actually engineer. no i think he's a physicist he's just a physicist he's just a physicist yeah. okay yeah, yeah well i mean math yeah yes uh they designate them as t- as the first people to like try to make some mm-hmm. form of greeting or introduction right yeah they even are... though they've clearly been up there already you know <laughs> you know what i'm saying like uh-huh. they've gone up the the shaft into the the alien spacecraft prior to those two characters. I don't remember their names Mm -hmm. at all. Amy Adams, Jeremy Renner, Amy and Jeremy. (laughs) Uh, I could tell you. Yeah. You want to know? You tell me, do you want to know? I want to know everything. I'm actually glad you picked this movie. I'm looking forward Uh, to watching it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I watched it not too long ago, not in preparation for challenging you. Just, I just put it on. Yeah, I was working from home one day and it's like, yeah, this is a really good movie. So when I was scrolling through and looking at the recent ones that I could challenge you to, it just popped out. And then Heat, like I watched Heat because I hadn't seen it in so long. Yeah. A while back, but I was like, oh, well, I could do either one of these. Anyway, uh, Ian is Jeremy Renner. Okay. Ian. Um, Luis Banks. So Luis. Does he call her Luis? I'm pretty sure. Just kind of. For some reason, that doesn't ring a bell. But no, it doesn't. It's Luis Banks. I don't think they say Banks. No, like time. short name or Mm-mm. Lou Banks. Yeah. Oh, Luis that's weird. Banks. 
And uh, Colonel Weber is Forrest Whitaker. Forrest really Whitaker. Is. And then every other character is total side characters. Like, a, like there's a CIA guy there. I forget his name. He's been oh, in a bunch of movies. Yes. Agent Halpern. Uh, Michael he's Stuhlbach. kind of, yeah, he's kind of important later. Yeah, I think he's like direct government connection. The link yes. between the military yes. and like, the president. Maybe NSA. Secretary of Defense, maybe, I think. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Anyway. He's there, too. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of debriefing or mm-hmm. like briefing. Yes. They're briefing yeah. before they go into the ship. Uh, I don't know what they say. I just know that I can remember the scene vividly of them driving up. Like it's really over the hill. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're not far from the ship at all. No. They drive over the hill in these suits. Mm-hmm. Um, Presumably biohazard, you know, environmental yeah, yeah. suits. Yeah, yeah. They they get to the ship. There are already some military men there. And they kind of offhandedly tell them what to expect. They don't tell them everything though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like yeah, it's, which annoys me. Yes. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, okay, gravity's gonna shift. It's gonna, it's say gonna the be gravity ridiculous. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> but no, they don't really say that. They're just like, yeah. okay, now get up here. Uh they there's this lift that brings them up high enough to where the gravity shifts yeah and it's from like horizontal to vertical the way the gravity is yeah so they're in the ship they walk towards the room that they're going to which just has a a giant like white uh you like, can tell the room is divided. Glass. Yeah. yeah, the room is divided by something like glass, and mm-hmm. behind the glass is a white space, yeah, the mist. filled with smoke and mist. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> filled with the mist. Yeah, and uh, they walk towards it, and within a second, there are alien like squid things. Mm-hmm. It looks almost like the hand of something has come into. Yes. You know, the mist and it's doing like finger walking towards the screen. And that's what you was like, you're led to believe until you, the very end, you know, yeah. and she, she gets to see a little bit more of them, but you're like led to believe it's attached to something really long and crawling. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And it walks forward as a heptapod. What that's do they, they call it? Calling it. Yeah. They yeah, call it a heptapod. It. Seven legs. Yeah. Heptapod. And each of the legs has like, more little fingers that open up kind of like squids. Yeah. And I, this is like a montage in my head of things that happen. Cause I can't. <laughs> this, I, I knew that even if you had just watched it, it's still a little bit of a struggle because they're all so, all the scenes are so similar. They're so similar. Through the middle. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard for you to like pick out exact order of. The so, so similar. Just, yeah. Do your best. And the, how how it works to get their communication forward like that's almost like taking a class like that's why i love watching it that yeah it's like learning all this stuff you know but you do learn that their language is based on circles yeah and that's a good point you were making uh this move it's like taking a class Mm -hmm. jeremy renner narrates a lot of it Uh, oh he does she doesn't no it's not her it's huh. him as he starts uh, doing the montage of them progressing through how they get stuff done. Right. He's the one talking. 
And it's funny, everyone says like it's annoying because Christopher Nolan movies, you know, they over uh, explain everything like in uh -huh. every scene to you. That's exactly what happens in this movie. Like it's yeah. just being narrated to you on what's happening, but it's not annoying. No, it's very, it almost feels like super it's informative and you're yeah. like, you're with them. You really yeah. want to know what they, how they talk, how they like yeah. communicate and you're, you're in it. Like yeah. you're in it to win it. It's so interesting because <laughs> you're just like, oh, that's how we would learn. This is uh, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. I just want to make that point because yeah. it does um, the thing that everybody hates and yet you don't hate it. <laughs> no. No, I loved it. I love that. Yeah. And they talk about like each each circle that they make looks almost like ink has just been poured over a glass on paper because mm -hmm. it's only like the center of it is perfect circle and then everything out of it looks like ink splotches. Yeah. And each section of it is a like, you know, a difference that's like several words and thoughts all strung together. Yes. Like yeah. And they eventually learn the language and they communicate. Uh, and she starts to have dreams. Mm -hmm. Like she, the visions of the future become more and more a part of the present. Yeah. Including how they're trying to solve problems communicating. Yeah. Like the, the zero sum, uh, discussion zero -sum with her daughter. Yeah. yeah. That somehow plays into the present. Mm -hmm. and oh what else I'm trying to remember all the other things uh, <laughs> there's a moment when they're communicating and then China like for whatever reason they start to become hostile like yeah, they, they slowly oh, get because more their more translation aggressive. yeah because their translations of the you know what they're saying aren't quite correct yeah. at least at least from Amy Adams' point of view. Because um, they, on the American side, they discover that they're saying, give tool. Yes. But yes, give the tool. Chinese interpret it as use weapon mm -hmm. as their reason for being there. Yeah. And so use they get weapon. more and more hostile. So there's like a timetable. China is yeah. going to attack at some point. And the Americans basically turn Amy Adams and they say, you need to figure out what is going on now or they're going to pull the plug yeah. and leave. Uh, around that point, some rogue soldier mm -hmm. uh, takes a bomb into the ship. Yeah. And I don't remember if it detonates or she warns them. Isn't she in the ship when it happens? Like right before it happens, yeah. There's so he brings the bomb in there and leaves. It's a timer detonation. The timer. She goes in there to say something. Yeah, because again, that deadline was coming, and they're like, "I just need five minutes. I can, I can get them to help. I can get them to figure it out." Type thing, right? Yeah. And the alien knows there's a bomb in there. Yeah, and it Her makes and Amy leave. Her and Jeremy Renner go in there. Yeah. Yes. And it like turns off the gravity. I don't know what it does. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're through the tunnel. Bomb explodes. Yeah. And that, that specific alien dies. Somehow. Yeah. yeah. After that moment, is the ship still in the same position or does it move yet? I think it moves 
after that. Um, and, <laughs> and people like it, it raises up, it gets a little further away. Right. Like out of reach. You know? Yeah. Um, and there's a, do you remember the name of the aliens that they gave him? Isn't it heptopods? No, they gave him like names, like personal oh. names when they were doing introductions and figuring each other out. Was it um, poop? <laughs> was it poop? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> Travis. <laughs> Travis. Uh, I know this. I know it because it's like a. Uh, is it a comedy duo? Yeah. Abbott that they're named after? Yeah. Having Costello. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I could see them and the names wouldn't come to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Abbott and Costello. I don't know which one died. Was it? I don't Abbott? remember either. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Abbott. Hey, Abbott. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So one of them dies. And mm-hmm. after that, I have several scenes in my head. And I don't know the order. Which one happens first? I know she gets the phone to call a guy in China. But I think yes. she goes to see the alien first. Am I right? Yeah, she goes there first. She goes to Alien first, and the aliens are trying to say, like, this is to help you something, something. Yeah. And she's like, but why? So well, I can't tell you. I have to be cryptic. Yeah, and, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she's like, well, that doesn't help. And then she left. And then she kind of just, doesn't she just figure it out on her own? That the the language helps you see past, present, present, future all yeah. at the same time. Yeah, the language is is the way is the ability to perceive time. Yeah, and she they realizes do discover that the language is in a loop. Like the mm-hmm. circles are full sentences. Yes, they're not just one. There's word no or letter. beginning and end. Yeah, right. There's no period. So then it's <laughs> just like a hodgepodge of words and then you lay them out for whatever they're trying to say yes um i think she understands that what she's her dreams and visions are of something that hasn't happened yet yes and then she remembers she has a vision of seeing the uh the head of the chinese government uh, Mm -hmm. whoever it was yeah he talks to her at some fundraiser thing yeah i think it's like some uh thing to actually honor her and to honor her okay language and all that yeah he's there and he tells her what she told him Mm -hmm. it's like a paradox i love it (laughs) yeah like this i love it when a time movie this isn't like time travel no but i love it when a time movie actually buttons things up like just so well yeah she's able to tell him what he needs to hear on the phone because she's already seen what she said to him in the future. (laughs) It's crazy. So good. Yeah. 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 So he hears it over the phone and that's enough to call off the attack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And right after that happens, aliens leave. They all just kind of disappear in the mist. Yeah. Uh, The orange peels go um, flat. Yes. Yeah. Right before the bomb blew up, uh, it spit out its entire language. I don't. And they were able yes, to capture it. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
Um, so that happens, and throughout the whole movie, there's just like mild flirtation between Jeremy and her. Mm-hmm. They're getting closer. Not real, like strong. It's just like no. there's something this, there. Yeah, this movie is not a romance at all. Like no, you don't expect all. them to be together. No, so it's yeah. just like they're nice to each other. They can be mm-hmm. friends. And then you find out, well, they're more than friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they have a kid, and that kid has uh, incurable uh, disease. Yeah. And Jeremy gets frustrated with Amy Adams because she knew about that before they even had children, before yeah. they had her. Yeah. And he just can't understand why you'd bring someone into this world just to suffer mm-hmm. like that. And Amy's point of view is that, well, the moments we had together were beautiful, and yeah. I still want to do it anyway. And uh, yeah, that's kind of how you're left. Like she sees everything as like a whole. Mm-hmm. She sees her life as a whole, and not as a I was happy now, and I'm not going to be happy later. She sees it yeah. all at once. So yeah. that's where that quote came from. Is yeah, towards the end of the movie. She's recognizing that this is the future after she realizes mm-hmm. what she's been seeing is actually going to happen. She asks him, if you knew what your future was like, would you change it? Yeah. Right. And I interpret it like after you watch this, you can let me know your feelings. That line he gives in return. Because I, I feel like it's not a future that's set in stone. You know, obviously the aliens uh, were able to. I don't know. Do you remember before I give it away? Do you remember the reason why they came? Because they'll help them at some point. Yeah. They'll return the favor more or less. Exactly. Yeah. They said like we had to come back because we need humans help in the future. Yeah. So like you need this in order to help us later. And so like the future is not set in stone because they're able to affect it by going into the past. And so him. uh. Let me see if I can get this straight just so that I get the point across. <laughs> <laughs> she she asked that question because she knows she could change it if she wanted to. You know, she could not have kids. She could avoid being with them and all that. Like, um, And then him saying, I don't know, uh, maybe I would say what I felt more often. My interpretation is maybe the future she already saw where they split up could be different where they don't split up because he may speak his mind more instead of being closed off and causing a rift between them and stuff like that. That's just me. Like you just think about, Oh, what could be, but because he says that and it's like, okay, well maybe that means that they're going to be able to work through whatever comes about instead of growing apart. Yeah, maybe. And then the next scene actually shows them when they're first together, living together. And he's like, let's make a baby. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just my interpretation. Yeah, I'll but wait. Yeah, no, I'll you're wait right. That's about it. I thought. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have some now, but I'd rather see it first to. Yeah, see if Just, my thoughts change. That's that's how what I got out of it is like you get a little sense of hope. Like maybe he would do something with knowing his future. He'd speak a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> but you're you're right. It, this is going to be like rewatch it. I want to see if you can kind of get an order of how they discover things and yeah. learn the language 
because yeah. it is very much the same. It's great. It's not boring, yeah. but it's just like yeah. it'd be hard. It's hard to cut up the middle of the movie and get it right. It is because it's the same area, same two people. Mm-hmm. It's hard yeah. to remember the the differences and points. But I know that she has a rough time, like trying to figure out exactly how to, you know, find a common like word or phrase yes. with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like she's the first one to try writing, and they're like. How do you even know they could read? And they had to start with basic words, and that's the first time that they spray out the mist, which the military couldn't get them to do. And mm-hmm. they have to, yeah, you're right. And once yeah. they spray out the entire language, it's Jeremy Renner that finds the pattern that unlocks the key, yeah. and then she sees it in the future, like she knows the cipher that allows them to actually interpret the language. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Pretty crazy. I'm excited. <laughs> I was gonna say, just looking forward to watching the movie. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is a good one. It is. I like doing one. dramas. I like. I like doing dramas. And it's a. Uh, it's the Denis, um, Villeneuve or um, Villeneuve. Yes. Yeah. That directed it. Uh, I don't. I don't know if it was a huge commercial success. I know. I think it was a critical success, but I don't think yes, it was critical. a huge commercial. I don't think success. it was commercial. But like people were like, he can do it. He mm-hmm. has chops to make a yeah. good sci-fi movie. Yeah. And so far he's, he's uh banking on that, mm-hmm. but it's great. Yeah. The cinematography, the music, the music towards the end. It's this piece guy that by this guy, Max Richter. Oh, yeah. I already know. Yeah. I know yeah. that song pretty well. It's so good. It is so good. It's so repetitive. I love that song. <laughs> and so basic, but it, it does that thing where it feels like it's constantly building. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's just yeah, wait, uh, something rain, I think yeah. is the title of it. But yeah, yeah, I know, I know that it, guy. It's a perfect song for any time you're trying to make a an emotional impact on people because mm-hmm. it's yep. just very good. But it, yeah, it plays in this movie and it's just great for that montage. Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, uh, great. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta yeah, you gotta go watch the movie. <laughs> All right, then uh, go watch the movie, and uh, we'll, in the meantime, if anybody thinks it's really hard to get across tone in, like, text messages and email, just imagine being in this situation. Going to ask Danvers next? Maybe. Before you commit to him, ask him the Sanskrit word for war and its translation. back and you got to go watch this lovely movie i done did you done did it i done did it i didn't i just ran out of time and, and then we started garbage. watching Reacher and, you know it just <laughs> didn't it just didn't pan out but i had recently watched this so i i i'm good on being able to commentate with you so uh since we mentioned it last time and it was kind of hard to do with the first run through can you can you at least paint a picture of the middle of the movie after they've arrived and they tried the first communication to when they finally figured out? The so when they first arrive, um, Amy Adams, she goes up to the ship and uh, 
she actually doesn't say anything the first time. Mm-hmm. She just stands there and they look at look at each other and there's loud noises and then she leaves. And Jeremy Renner vomits into a trash can. Yep. And it's all like it's it's made to feel very intense, but I guess yeah. if you saw aliens for the first time you'd probably freak out too. And she asks him, like, how'd I do? And he's like, well, you're better than the last guy. And uh, he says, you have until uh, 0200 to figure this out. And she's like, what happens at 0200? He's like, you're going back in. Yeah. And I think the assumption is every, like, 12 hours it opens. Because 2 a.m., damn. Yeah. Um, they go back in. She... Actually, right before they go back in, she finds a dry erase board, which was being used for something. It said yeah. oxygen tanks on there. <laughs> and I was like, it did. oh, we'll just take it. It's fine. Yeah. No one needs that. <laughs> so she takes that dry erase board, goes up there. And so she writes human on the whiteboard. Yeesh. Actually, before the scene, there's a lot of... Uh, kind of ways to the media mm-hmm. like he throughout the movie he constantly wants the audience to know what the rest of the world is thinking yeah. by using media to show you like mm-hmm. the world's falling apart the only calm yeah. area is right here now and the yeah. scientists are trying to figure everything out yeah. and i'm sure and it's those... a way of showing the soldiers and how they're dealing with it because they yeah. constantly see everything going on Outside and soldiers, the news. yeah, they also don't know what, like all of the things that are transpiring on the ship. Only like a select few mm-hmm. do. Yeah, and they also show the like conference calls with the other countries and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the Australia, like, oh, we're not going any better. And you yeah, know. yeah. And uh, Australia, they didn't have anything. They just they said that uh, they kept repeating, like whatever recordings they played. They just play it back from uh, yeah. some unseen source. Uh, but they she goes up there and she shows human and she had it written down and that's the first time that the habitopods do any sort of written you know mm-hmm. it's not really writing it's ink that's floating yes and moving constantly yeah. uh, it's and it shows up on the like glass you know barrier yeah um, and this breakthrough and then like four to five more symbols show up mm-hmm. and they, she hasn't even done her name yet. That happens. Right. That happens the next time they go up mm-hmm. because after the five symbols, they leave and the general or the Colonel, that's Colonel for Forrest Whitaker's. Yeah. Colonel, he's like, so how long will it take for you to translate this and ask what you need to ask? Mm-hmm. And she says, okay, well, what exactly do you want to ask you want to ask what is your purpose on earth and she writes yeah. it out and she explains each part of that sentence she's like well we need to know that they know what a question is they need mm-hmm. to understand that you is like a collective you versus a single you mm-hmm. uh, possessive and or purpose like how do they know what purpose means does it mean like how like how are we going to show intent yeah and all of that to convince the colonel to back off so they yeah. can get have time to do this yeah i if you didn't mention that i was going to because yes i feel like that's a 
it was a great way to at least let the audience be like, okay, we have to kind of watch yes. the progression because it makes sense. Because she says, he asked that question, how long is it going to take? And she goes, well, we haven't even gotten to pronouns yet. And he's like, mm -hmm. why do you need pronouns? I just need this question answered. Yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> there was also the other story. Uh, I can't remember exactly when they do the kangaroo story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, she just says it to him. She's like, kangaroo. It's like, yeah, the Aborigines. What, what do you uh, mean, kangaroo? Yeah. And she says, yeah, back in 1770, when what's his face showed up to Australia. And the first thing, like, he saw an animal with a pouch and an animal mm -hmm. inside it. And he said, what is that? And the first thing they said to him was kangaroo. And they thought that meant um, the animal. The animal. But then turned out they, it meant, I don't know. Yeah. And I actually looked it up and everything except the I don't know is actually true. Like yeah. they did say a That's word that sounded like kangaroo. And there was another tribe they went to that uh, said the same thing, but they didn't know what it meant. They're like, uh, I don't know what kangaroo means. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, yeah and those things are like, Is that true? She's like, no, but. Yeah, that's Jeremy Rainer's response. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this, then it goes to that whole montage with uh, Jeremy Renner. So that's the thing I wanted to point out is the movie is bookended with Amy Adams narration. Mm -hmm. She does it at the beginning of the movie with the, it's actually a flash forward. It's not a yes, dream. It's child. Yeah. It's not a dream at all. It's not even presented that way. It's, no. this has just happened. And it shows the birth and death of her child, yep. like her whole life. And then at the end of the movie, same thing with Amy Adams describing everything. Yeah. And in the middle, right in the center of it is Jeremy Renner. Mm -hmm. And he describes everything about the heptapods. Everything as far as the physics for their ship. Um, you know, they have seven legs. All that jazz. Jim Rady talks not, about it. And it's not uninteresting. I mean, we already mentioned this in the first part. It's not uninteresting. You know, like, it's not like when you hear his narration and explanation, you're not like, oh, this is so boring. You know, you just said it. It's like a montage of all the progressions that they made. But mm -hmm. you actually wanted to listen to it. Yeah. You know? And yeah. He, it was great how he did it. Mm -hmm. That's something I wish they, <laughs> I don't know, they wouldn't have had time for this. But uh, they created a program for the symbols to like put words with the symbols. You know what I'm saying? If you mm -hmm. watch it, oh, yes. by the end of it, they have a program that can make yeah, that a full symbol yes. and yeah, shows yeah. the meaning of it. And I was mm -hmm. like, I want to show them. I want them to show how they coded that and programmed it because they <laughs> yeah. had to have done it on site. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they, know, just like and something how did lying they around. Figure out, like, how did they figure out that what I'm looking at isn't one word or whatever. I'm mm -hmm. actually looking at this little tiny section here is, yep. is a specific line and shape. And this mm -hmm. one here is a specific line. Oh, and that curly cue here. There is a brief moment when uh, they, they saw the same symbol for human, but there was a small oh, yes. like difference. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know if that's a question. I don't know if it's like what that mm -hmm. means. Uh, and there's the moment when she took her, her whole uh, suit off to show who yeah. she was. To show yeah. that there was a difference between her and the others. She yeah. was like, Luis, that's me. Yeah. And Jeremy Renner is just like, well, 
fuck it. <laughs> yeah. We all die. And right? He does it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then he does it too. And, uh, says, uh, his name, Ian. It's like, I'm Ian. Uh, and then it shows, you know, like I said, the montage with Ian and it mm. shows Ian walks. He's just walking across, mm-hmm. uh, all those things. There's some various scenes of, uh, Amy Adams, like having migraines of the future. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, you mentioned it in the first part, yeah. but yeah, they become more frequent, more frequent, more prevalent. And it doesn't really have a pattern mm. either. I was looking for that. And I was like, is there something to this? No, not it until just... towards the end. And it was That'd like be... physically taxing to her every time mm-hmm. it happened. She would yeah. like curl up She's a little bit. Sleeping less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the sleeping less was hilarious because the Sapper Wharf discussion happens yeah. with the alien in the room. And I love how they shot oh, that. Oh, yeah. Because Jeremy's across from him. her mm-hmm. and she looks to the right to talk to the alien like it's part of the conversation yeah (laughs) it's just casual it's not like she's freaked out by it she's just like yeah i'm right right and it turns to the alien it's like (laughs) yeah i think it's meant to be like a little bit of a jump scare for the audience i apparently that wasn't a planned uh scene uh there was something yeah i read i read it in there that it was a happy mistake that whole scene because uh they had they wanted to get a clearer view of the alien. They didn't know how. And there was this shot of the alien, like this rendered version of the alien. Yeah. And they're like, what do, why don't we do like, it wasn't in the script. So why don't we do this thing with her sleeping and losing yeah. sleep? And then they shot that scene. Like, I don't know <laughs> if it was on the day or they did a reshoot, but I love that. I love that. It just came out of nowhere. Um, you said rendered, and it just reminds me of one thing I was going to tell you before you move on. Um, there are this movie is full of amazing, great effects, um, but there's only two parts that are not good effects. Oh, I actually might know what you're talking about. Are you the talking about one, when they first go up? Yes. Yep. Yeah. When they first go up and the gravity transcends. Oh man. Nobody. I don't. I don't know if you know this, but like nobody's suit is real. Nope. Even when they're just standing there, once they're in the ship, nobody's suit is real when they do the whole jump and gravity. Now, uh-huh. later, yes, when they're unzipping, it is, but there's that transition where they decided to go full CG with the suits with comped heads floating yep. inside of them. Yep. It's and very it's, obvious with Jeremy Renner. It's very obvious. Yeah, very obvious. And then the second one, you probably already know, is her hair when yeah. she goes into when the she ship. goes into the ship and i was so wondering why bad. why they decided to do that even yeah, when she's in the ship, gravity i was like why did they do it like this because they could have yeah. done any other thing with just regular effects like maybe put something in her hair or like maybe she's touching yes. one of those electrical things <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> make her hair go up yeah they could have done just, anything anything but, but somebody so convinced stringy. him yeah someone was like yeah we could totally do this in post yeah we'll just make her hair no. look wavy mm-hmm. no it was no. so bad. No, Other so than bad. that, everything was great. Like those, uh, a, a couple of shots from this movie were done in that quarter digital, like uh, they do a visual mm-hmm. um, effects artist react. Um, the base in those hills, the valley is real, but they added background mountains and they added that the clouds rolling over the hills. Right. 100% I was... CG. 
I was looking. I I remember what I even said that in my uh, my notes because <clears throat> I was like, where did they film this? It's like a natural where... phenomena. Like there are places like that, but they added those clouds. But they look perfect, and the pod is perfectly lit and everything, and the base itself, um, hundred percent CG. Like the wide shots of it from the air, the tents, the cars, the people walking the helicopters cg hmm yeah i had thoughts about the cinematography like there there's a lot of this movie i really like mm -hmm. i love the, the acting the story the basic sci-fi aspect of it yeah and then there's some parts that are kind of inconsistent like the cinematography can be like is really good in some areas and mm. then it's just regular <laughs> in other areas yeah. Yeah. there there's this recurring uh visual theme mm -hmm. with the dolly tilt where it would move forward like it's moving towards the ground but then it would turn up yeah and they did that when they're in the tunnel to go into the ship yeah. it shows the side and then it goes up and shows yeah through the tunnel and there's this quote at the end uh, about Jeremy, like Jeremy Renner's character mm -hmm. says that he's been, he's, ha I've had my head tilted, head tilted to, to, the to the stars, stars. Mm -hmm. as long as I can remember. And then he says, uh, it talk, he talks about the time he spent with her, like has actually been what's worth the time he said. Yeah. I thought it would be the time I spent with them, but it's the time I spent yeah. with you. Yeah, you said, you know what surprised me most? It wasn't yeah. meeting them. It was, it was meeting, meeting you. you. Yeah. The camera tilt always goes up when it's in the alien's like ship. It, they always mm -hmm. tilt up. There are two other, maybe three other times when they tilt down, but it's the same move. It's a dolly tilt. Mm -hmm. And the tilt down happens whenever they show... Uh, uh, Louise in her yeah. home. They do it there and they do it again with uh, the college. They show the college. And I was thinking, is this supposed to be Ian's point of view? Like he's looking up towards the stars mm -hmm. and he's looking down to earth at Louise. You know, I just, I thought it was like, that's be. what they were going for. Works for me. Yeah. But then like other parts of the movie don't really have anything like that. So I was like, ah. yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Um, oh, there was something. There was something I was going to say along the cinematography line, but now I can't think of it. But now that you said that the that shot with base was CG, mm. was the actual filming of that location real? Yes. Like, did they actually have a helicopter the, the, go around yeah. the base? Yeah, those were all plates. Like, the, so that was all real. Like I said, the valley and everything was real. Mm -hmm. The spaceship is comped in, those clouds are comped in, and the entire base, for the wide shots of the base, it's all, every piece is CG. But I'm if giving, you watch I'm giving the, that to Denise, Denise yeah. Villeneuve, yeah. And if you Probably look, those other shots, too. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and it's so good, because if you look at it closely, even if you, like, you walked, got up and walked closely to your TV, like, you really wouldn't be able to tell. It's lit perfectly. Everything looks like it should belong. And that's mm -hmm. smart CG. Like, I'm okay with that type of CG. But, yeah 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 uh 
So else? anyway, uh, they got to actually describing the words and then shit hits the fan. Starts to hit the yeah, fan. Yeah, so there's a couple shots of the soldiers. There's a scene where that main soldier, I've mm-hmm. seen the actor in other movies and shows. I yeah. don't, don't remember his name. Uh, Mark O'Brien, Captain mm-hmm. Marks. He's talking to his wife. His wife is hysterical on the phone. Like yeah, freaking she's out. screaming at him and he has no emotion on his face. He's just, it's going to be fine. Calm yeah. down. It's going to be fine. Like he's an insane person. Yeah. And <laughs> then there's another shot of, you know, a media guy just provoking people to, you know, we got to take a shot across the bow, like the bow of their ship and show that mm-hmm. we can have force, you know, things like that. Uh, show of force. And, uh, and then there are a couple other scenes where Captain Marks is looking at this other guy, like they might do something. Mm-hmm. And then it shows them actually taking the C4 to the ship. Yep. Uh, that's when she goes up and I don't remember exactly why she went in there, but they vomit the, all of the vocabulary, but it's one twelfth. Like, yeah. It's one of 12. And yeah. Jeremy Renner figures that out. Yeah. Because he looks at the uh, negative space when he yes. makes a 3D model. He's like, it's, it's, it's supposed to be like that. Um, the reason they go in, if I remember right, it's the um, right before the everyone starts to go dark. Um, oh, General Sang, uh, yeah, Shang. They, he, they, yeah. China backs out. So then a bunch of other countries start, you know, sh- yeah, shutting off their communications. They got a, they did like a satellite view of him on a boat Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he's talking to someone and they, they figured out that, Oh, maybe they'll offer some advanced technology. Yeah. And weapon or use weapon is what they figure out. Well, yeah, that's what the Americans figure out is offer weapon. And that's when everyone freaks out. Yeah. Like offer weapon. What the heck does that mean? Yeah. Offer weapon weapon could mean tool and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone flips out, says offer and, weapon. And China was doing their communication by teaching With the Mahjong. Mahjong, yeah. Yeah. Because that's what she heard the flower suit yes. on her. These are all tile sets for Mahjong. And yeah. so why is that relevant? She said, well, imagine if we taught chess to them, everything would be about opposition, winning. Yeah. Winning losing. and losing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then. They freak out the Chinese and uh, everyone goes dark. It freaks out the soldiers. They they try to blow up the ship. And that's when Louise is seeing the future more. And yeah. she realizes that uh, that is her daughter in the future. And also she sees a scene with uh, General Shang. Shang? Yeah. yeah, Shang. I even recorded it correctly, but I can't remember it. I think it's Zhang. The, yeah. yeah. The zh is silent. The zh, yeah. The Zhang. Zhang. Um, yeah, so that happens. She has this vision, and then she also kind of knows that they're going to allow her to go on the ship because she mm-hmm. sees herself on the ship. Yeah. So she just goes out to the ship. It lowers the thing for her, this yeah. uh, uh, coffin. And it often brings her to the ship and she talks to, uh, I think it's Abbott Costello's dead. 
Yeah. And it is death process. So yeah, it's in death process. Dying. The top of the heptapods. Looks like <laughs> Batman. Yeah. <laughs> From the animated movies. That's so whenever I saw them, that's a it may not be the first watch through, but whenever I saw it. That's what popped in my head because from the animated series, whenever he'd be in his yeah. dark, it would be Batman like with his silhouetted silhouetted shoulders and his cape comes down and yeah. it, it flares out at the bottom like yes. the little heptapod yeah, hands. And I was like, oh, that's Batman. Yeah, that's <laughs> Batman. He's got yeah. seven legs. You're safe. That. <laughs> yeah. Because it even has like the collarbone, you know, mm-hmm. look. Yeah. It's like it's breathing there. Yeah. And they don't show eyes, nope. so it's kind of hard to tell, like, is the thing they were staring at yeah. the whole time like, why really would just it... their crotch? Or... Yeah, why would they just show <laughs> that? <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't they make the window big enough to see nope. the whole thing? Yeah. <laughs> and maybe that would, maybe they thought it would scare them, you know, they're huge. but Right. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, that happens. She leaves, and uh, she tries to get a phone to call the general. Yeah. She gets a phone. She does her thing. She almost gets shot. Yeah. Uh, that guy is in the CIA. I had it checked out. Yeah. <laughs> he's oh, talk- he? Yeah. He talks to Langley, like, uh, oh. in one of the scenes. Yeah, he's CIA. He And uh, the colonel is told to go talk to the secretary of defense, and he leaves oh. the room while that guy is still standing there. Um. Uh, what else is there? Um. H- Hannah's the name of their daughter. And Anna's palindrome, because it's the same forward as it is backward. And that's the movie, too. Ish. Same forward and backward, whereas it's bookended by the, you know, the future. And and that's kind of the way that the... um, The circles. Yeah. They named the language. Um, Crap. I think it's just Heptapod. I think we said it. No, they named the language. The name of the ship is the Shell. Yeah, yeah, they call it shell. The anyway, yeah, they definitely name the language. But anyway, like, uh, it's the the way the language works is it's its own palindrome, you know, because it's in a circle. It's you read it all the way around. It's not in any direction. Yeah. So I always thought that maybe she also named uh named her that named her a palindrome because she was the inventor of that language or. If a helicopter ever showed up to my place at night <laughs> and they just walked up to my door and expected me to hear what they were saying. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> it's super loud. I had I had to turn my volume down and like you could barely hear what he says to her. Like, I think what he, did he say? he say? Yeah. I, that's the line is where he says yeah. like this is what he said. It's like it's a need for more cows or something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's what it is. And he's um, like, get in. He's like, all right. And she's like, can I get twenty minutes? You have ten. And that's what I. Yeah. That's another thing I thought. It's like imagine the anxiety you'd feel to like get all your pack. stuff together, yeah. pack correctly, and to leave. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I thought about it like when they show movies like this, where like scientists. I don't imagine every scientist is like this, but people who are like experts in their fields who've devoted mm-hmm. their entire life to whatever type of science language, uh, anything like that, anthropology, they, their prospect of thinking they're about to do something that no one else in their field is a allowed to do 
or will ever get to do again, I'm sure is enough to make them like, I'll go wherever you take me if I get to talk to aliens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how yeah. much is she paid? Oh, <laughs> uh, who knows? Her house? Oh, My yeah. God. Like, yeah, I, she, I remember they showed it and I was like, she's a linguistics professor. Uh, I don't, I mean, oh my God. She, if she's like a tenured professor at like a major I, uh, I don't Ivy even League know. school, who knows? She might be I, making bank. Uh, did she inherit the house? She must, she would have to be making yeah. bank. They never say where she's teaching, do they? No. Uh, maybe California? No, because I was thinking about that when the, hel the helicopter left. I was trying to, like, just based on the light, I was like, what direction is that? It felt <laughs> like they were going west. Like, yeah. I, was, I was thinking Chicago, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but, but was... yeah. Yeah. The house is ridiculous. Anyway. Yeah. And they stay at that house because Jeremy goes, I don't really show him moving there, but she's definitely there at the end. Yes, with him out in the yard and he comes yeah. inside and says, you want to make yeah. a baby? I was like, yeah. so clearly she's making the big bucks. Um, yeah. The go back to what you thought the meaning of this movie was. You said that not the meaning, but I said like that, not the meaning, okay, but the end because because in the beginning, you know, she it shows that she's seen this and stuff. And to her, she's not sure if it's what it is, these dreams and all that, this montage at the beginning. And then she slowly pieces it together. But the fact that the aliens, this is just one of those time paradoxes, like, is the loop perfectly fixed? Is the fact that they went and visited the humans to tell them, we need your help in the future, proof that they're going to be okay in the future? You know, that all aside, the fact that they do come back to give them something to affect the future, and she now realizes that the vision she's having is her future, um, could it be different? Maybe not her daughter dying, but does that mean that her and uh, Ian split up because Ian's line saying um, after she asks him, if you knew what your future held or if you knew everything about your future, would you change anything? And he does. He doesn't say no. He says, I don't know. Maybe I would say what I felt more often. Mm -hmm. So does him that admittance and him not saying, no, I wouldn't do anything to change my future leave room for you to interpret by saying maybe Ian and her reconcile the issue of their child's death and they actually do stay together, you know, that type of thing. I'm not sure. Um, I, the way I saw it is that like, if they go back in time, they need the humans help in the future. Maybe the humans already helped, but they knew they would have to go back in time for them to get yeah, them. It's a paradox either way. I was going to say, that's the paradox. But uh, as far as her and her future, I don't think, I think it's set in stone. I think everything mm. that happens is going to happen the way it was supposed to happen as far yeah. as that. Because even her line is like, um, despite the journey, I embrace it. Mm -hmm. And the, the way the movie even with uh, On the Nature of Daylight by Max Richter, when that plays. Yeah. So good. <laughs> it just feel like, it feels like the movie is supposed to be about accepting grief. Or like, you mm -hmm. know, acceptance and grief. Mm -hmm. 
with the the daughter dying and uh like just being able to appreciate just the fact that she was alive for this amount of time and enjoy that for what it was with like you know enjoying the good moments and the bad and jeremy renner his character ian can't accept it i think part of when she says uh if you knew the future like would you change it like mm-hmm. you know how how she puts that and he says i don't know yeah. i think maybe she was like trying to see how he would i don't know I don't know mm-hmm. where I'm going with this. <laughs> it's interesting. It's one of but, the reasons why I like it because it is, it's open enough that you could yeah. say, you could interpret a lot from it and we have no idea because there, there is no uh, cliffhanger, you know, no. there's nothing that tells you it could, it's really leaning this way. Full no. interpretation. The, the short story uh, is the story of your life and the mm-hmm. way she dies in that is a, a rock climbing accident. And mm. it's not like something prevent like a something she knew about beforehand as far as like a disease or something. Mm-hmm. She actually knew that the rock climbing accident was going to happen and she didn't do anything about it. Um, but yeah, I think it's something to do with her, like the ability to, you know, accept the future and what comes and still enjoy the journey as it is. If you wanted to be real deep about it, you could just apply that to the human condition. Like this is a, this is a uh, shortened condensed version that you're looking at, you know, a child, unfortunately dying early from a disease, but Mm -hmm. her mother knowing that it was going to be the end result, being okay with it because she still got to live and they still got to live their life and enjoy it. You could translate that to just your life in general. Yeah. We all know what's going to happen to us. Are you still going to live? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly, yeah. Yeah. It's like, we're all going to die anyway. That's what even Jeremy says it in the movie. Yeah. I think he just, I guess I was trying to think about, like, I know I would feel, like, betrayed if I wasn't told that, like, by my spouse that she knew, you know. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, she had more time to deal with it than he did, I'm assuming. Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. she got I to was, prepare the whole time yeah she got to emotionally prepare for that eventuality and he did not <laughs> yeah that that's why i say there is room for interpretation and the happy ending is yeah maybe maybe something was different <laughs> maybe she said it sooner maybe he was that version of him was different now and he that just accepted reminded me of uh wayne's world <laughs> Oh, yeah. Let's go for the super happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This movie is, I mean, it's, uh, it's great. Like I said, I know it's not everybody's favorite and I know mm. it's not one of those where you sit up in front of somebody and if they're expecting a lot of engagement and something to constantly draw you in, I don't think it's one of those mm. um, for that type of person. But if you're willing to think and willing to be, affected by storytelling it's a good one yeah i'm kind of glad that i didn't know anything about it before i went into it like i was i i just let it happen and it was great yeah i'm really happy yeah that's a rival do you have anything else in your notes i took a lot of notes (laughs) 
<laughs> but I, I think I was really like, I really liked the noticing the the dolly move with the camera. Yeah. And I was just because it happened be one time, and I I noticed they kept doing it, but different ways. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they really only do it this way on the ship, and they do it this way with Louise. So, yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. And it, maybe it's not even his point of view. It's just like anytime the aliens in that situation is the subject matter, you know, it's always they're yeah, constantly up. worried mm-hmm. and looking up and it's them that they're focused on. And then when it's the human element, it's down on earth. Before I came to this uh, conclusion, or at least this thought, <laughs> I, when I first I was, I took a voice memo note, uh, just so you guys know, it sounds ridiculous listening to myself <laughs> talk. And there was this point where I was like, maybe uh, it's supposed to be like you're laying place face like face down and you're you're standing up and looking forward and moving forward and i was like i don't know it sounds like bullshit (laughs) (laughs) oh never mind this is some bullshit yeah this is stupid (laughs) sounding a little too pretentious here (laughs) but yeah so do you you know i i I don't know a movie that's really like this that's kind of truly leans on the science side of things and deals with time travel in a different way. But mm-hmm. um, do you think they could like make another movie like this? Or do you think it would just kind of be a flop? Like this one is okay, but if I had a movie to compare this to, it'd be contact mm-hmm. uh, at least yeah. similar heavy on the science. Yeah. Less so on the like, Oh, they're aliens. There's going to be gunfights. Mm-hmm. Stuff's going to be action packed. No. Right. Uh, so in that vein, in that respect, I think it could totally be done again. As yeah. far as specifically this story, no. I don't know. No. Yeah, it'd have to <laughs> just be something similar. It's not a, it's not that type of movie where no. you, they'd look back at it and be like, "Let's remake this." No, People they would, would have come to back do and watch it. They would have to change it as much as John Carpenter changed the thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, he basically overhauled the whole monster and everything else so mm-hmm. I would, they would have to change it that much I think yeah well, I hope they don't it's a good movie yeah it's a good movie it's a good we'll original pro- movie we'll be uh, you know later on in life and they're gonna remake it and it's gonna be crap and we're yeah. like see I told you <laughs> yeah it'd have to be one of those where like people forget about it and they're like oh this was a movie already it's like mm-hmm. yeah we just thought it would be good let's remake it yeah yeah Maybe we can market it different. Yeah, because I, I mean, I didn't look it up, but I don't think it did like insanely good commercially. Arrival. Arrival. Yeah, this definitely isn't uh, Charlie Sheen, you know, trying to save the planet from global warming. If anyone else yeah. has seen that arrival in 1996, that's what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, worldwide, 203 million. So. Yeah, I don't know what its uh, budget was. Uh, budget forty-seven. Oh, I guess that that made money, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, that's four times the amount of money. Yeah, not bad. Yeah, gross worldwide. Yeah, yeah, two hundred three. I guess you know, it's just like two hundred three million sounds like nothing when you think about some of the bigger movies, and this isn't marketed as like a, uh indie movie you know what i mean it was a it was a big movie with big names mm-hmm. 
the last thing I want to say about it, that's not just said big names, Amy Adams. I mean, like she's great in everything she does, drama, comedies. Like I, I do like Amy Adams. Um, this is among my favorite with her. Yeah. For some reason, she's, you know, you're watching her, but she does slip into her character as well. She's easily taken seriously. I don't know. There's, she's got good screen presence, but I also like Jeremy Renner. Yeah. In every everything that I watch him in, I like his voice, his uh delivery. And again, he's not just an action guy. Like I I think he's a great actor. I was I think he was perfect for this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I really liked him in this. And it's funny, the first movie I ever saw Jeremy Renner was SWAT. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if yeah. you remember that. Mm-hmm. But he was like a douche in that movie. Right? Yeah. I remember I can't remember the next movie I saw him in, but that's all I could think about. Was, was like, oh, is that douchebag yeah. from Swat? <laughs> that yeah. But he's good. He's been yeah, good he, in everything. Yeah, he has been good. Yeah. Yeah. But I like it. Yeah. And the, and the acting is subtle enough. Like, no, nobody is like over the top in this or anything. Yeah, no like one that. overacts. <laughs> yeah. No one overacts in this for sure. And it does let you feel like they're normal people. Yeah. 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 That's good. Any, any other last notes or anything uh, that you definitely want to mention? No, no, I think we covered it all. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, well, then that's it for this episode. If uh, anybody wants to get a hold of us and tell us how good this movie was, or if, if you have any other theories on the ending of the movie, uh, do so. Send us an email at moviememorypodcast at gmail.com. Also go to linktree.com backslash movie memories podcast for all the ways that you can follow us and, and listen to the podcast because every like, share and listen and download, it is greatly appreciated. We love it so much. All right. So I think that's almost it. Um, unless you have anything last minute to talk about. Well, you were just telling me something. Uh, I'm oh, yeah. Go. We paused it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So the, the one thing that we mentioned it the, the first half of this and a, a little bit on the second half, the whole time thing that fits into this movie. And I like movies that really do like mess with your brain and get them cooking. Um, Cause you're trying to figure it out but anyway, towards the end when she's trying to figure out what general Zhang or what she says, the general Zhang um, on the phone, she's actively, it almost seems like she's actively using her, future viewing powers. powers yeah like she's <laughs> developed these powers to look into the future which apparently is a real thing though according to the movie um but she's like actively trying to see what she said by having him tell it back to her and while she's doing it she's her future self this memory of the future or the sight of the future she almost seems confused by why she's at this gala um why she's talking to general Zhang she's not sure why he says that he wanted to come there and meet her as if her future self should have already known. Oh yeah. I interpreted it, the language and saved the world. Um, and it's just crazy to me. They, yeah. Like how that works. The she non-zero to... sum game is the yeah. other time it happens. Yeah. When her daughter asks her about that. Cause she, yes, it doesn't come to her. She's like, why don't you ask your dad? And she was going away, and then all of a sudden, Jeremy Renner says it. Yes. Like, in the conference room. And she hears it, and then the future self is like, non-zero-sum game. 
mm-hmm. and she says it like out loud. It's like the future self can't doesn't have the memory right of what created them um, yeah. because they haven't happened yet in that future. And, and I mentioned it before, which could again we can interpret this however we want, but that's what makes it feel like that future isn't set in stone until some like what they're actively doing in the past, like decisions that are being made. It's it's a weird thing. But then they couldn't say what they need to say in the past without knowing about the future. <laughs> I think she has uh, time dementia. And <laughs> yeah. She can't. I feel like because of that, she can't actively participate in her own life. So it does happen the way it's going to happen. It's like, I uh, guess, like, I don't think she, like you said, she should be able to change the future. But yeah. at the same time, because she can't remember certain things from yeah other points in time because they haven't like happened going forward you know so she's not really an active participant yet she is and then there's the whole the last lines uh from the movie they get as a whole the whole quote of if you could see your whole life from start to finish would you change things and then ian says maybe i'd say what I feel more often, but I don't know. You know, I've had my head tilted up to the stars for as long mm-hmm. as I can remember. You know what surprised me most? It was meeting it wasn't meeting them, it was meeting you. And they hug, and that's like the first time that they, you know, have that moment of love mm-hmm. for each other. And then right after that, Louise said, I forgot how good it felt to be held by held you. by him. Yeah. And then he says, You want to make a baby? And she said, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. At the and house. So, yeah. Yeah. And just like all of that makes it seem like she wanted it to happen regardless, like the future with uh, Hannah, because Ooh. she knew it was a beautiful one. I'm going to give you something. Yeah. Time yeah. dementia. You, you, you could. Uh, I'll, I'll go back and watch it just to confirm. We don't know exactly what point in time the scene with their, them both at the house occurs. Uh, which scene? At the There's very one. End. There's a scene where now that line that they are saying, I forgot how good it felt to be held by you. You don't see her speak it. No, she's hugging him when you hear that. You don't see her speak it. And he's the, the, you want to make a baby. You don't see that either as well as the yes. Yeah. You, well, you, you hear it and see it when they're embracing at the house. But what I was going to say is since we don't know the gaps in time, what if we ask that question because they're actually together later, like their firstborn had already passed away, but they made <laughs> it back together and they're act- and he's actually saying like, you know, uh, you, like you said, I forgot how good it was to be held by you. Maybe they got back together because it'd been so long. And she's like, I forgot how good it, you know, be held by yeah. What if? I mean, what if? You have we have no idea. Like you I could like just to think, make up whatever you want. I like to think that Louis Louise said that when they embraced, because she already Down had the, the future. She yes. had the future memories already. So yes. yeah, that's that's what I thought too. Honest. I mean, truthfully, that's why. That's but that'd what be I funny if Ian meant. immediately said, <laughs> "You want to make, make a baby?" baby. <laughs> yeah, because because that line is the audio is over when they're embracing at the house. Yeah. So you assume so. it's being said then. But if that's true, what you're saying, then the, the writer's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Because, yeah, like I said, I, so, my interpretation really was that those lines and everything are being said because she's already experienced and can see the future they've had, and she and she's been apart from him in the future. Mm-hmm. So now she got to hug him again, and she's saying, "I forgot how good it felt." Maybe no, he's never experienced it. It's crazy. It's such a cool concept. What's Who wrote weird this? to me? <laughs> <laughs> Was it any back to this for forever? There's even a, there she even says memory is a strange thing. She, she yeah, dementia. Uh, uh, no, but <laughs> <laughs> this entire thing is in her head, and she's yeah. at a psych ward, and they're just trying she to. She just. <laughs> yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? Damn it. <laughs> um. Eric Heiser and Ted Chang. Chang. Interesting. Is that the writer? The writers? Yeah, those are the two Ted writers. Ted Chang did, he did the short story. That's right. Yeah, story of my life. Yeah, of story your of life. my life. And then story Eric Heiser, or it's Heiser, or did the screenplay. Um, did the screenplay. Yeah. Interesting. If they had shown Good. Ian at the beginning of the movie, then that would have ruined the whole effect of realizing that's in the future. Yes. I think that's the only reason they showed him at the end. I, just I to agree like with you. Tie it together, but yeah, yeah, you're right. If if they showed his face at any point in all yeah. of those future memories she was having throughout the movie, you'd be like, oh, I think yeah, I would ruin this it. out. Yeah, totally exactly. ruin it. Since you knew that they met the first time on the helicopter. Yeah. So anyway, uh, that's finally the end of this episode, um, <laughs> and so we'll just leave you to. Is it? Fully enjoy, <laughs> fully enjoy just a little tidbit from the movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, and uh, one more thing. You know, I've had my head tilted up to the stars for as long as I can remember. You know what surprised me the most? It wasn't meeting them. Is meeting you.